Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. This is called Off the Air. It's Marcus and Sandy. Appreciate you listening. This is where we talk about stuff that maybe we didn't get to on the air, stuff that we can't talk about on the air. What are we covering today? Uh, today we're talking about a viral story that you're obsessed with. Oh, God. Some HR debacle about a stolen lunch. This is a, a, a lunch thief situation that had the entire internet captivated. I'll tell you about it in just one second. I want to talk about how everybody else seems to win on lotto tickets but me. Well, we had a, a picture that. proof from our listener, one of our listeners. I cannot believe how much he won over the weekend. And also a friendship change of heart I'm having that I don't know what to do about. So that's... Is it positive or negative? I don't know. Okay. It's, it's just, it's a moot point. Is that how to yeah. appropriately use that? I really don't know how to, how to I don't know what to, to... I don't know if it's appropriate usage because I don't know the story yet. Okay, well, but we'll get to that. There, you want to start there? Yes, because if there's a grammar... Uh, correction to be made. I'd like to make that as soon All as right. possible. Well, you're good at that. So, <laughs> so basically, I don't know what I don't know what happened, but there was a friend that I used to be really good friends with, and we went on a trip a few years ago, and you'll remember this because I talked about it with Just you. Just the Maui trip, yes. Where she turned into a she listen o- ogre. No, she wasn't an ogre. She just. I had a trip with a good friend, and she brought one of her friends, and we flew to Maui together, and I thought it was going to be a great few days, and she was in a weird mood the whole time, in a really bad, like an evil mood. She brought bad vibes to Hawaii. Who does that? She, I think she was jealous that I vibed with her friend. I think. I'm not, she never said it, but... She ignored both of us. She snapped. She would not talk to us. She would slam doors, go outside, put her headphones on, be on the computer, just completely ignored us. And it, it just made me feel so shitty because I I had looked forward to this trip for a long time. Sure. I took a day off work to fly there during the week. And I thought it was going to be, I, she doesn't live locally here. So I thought mm-hmm. it would be amazing. And at that point, she was one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. And after that weekend, I was so angry and upset. And, and, you know, she didn't drive me back to the airport. All I got was a text from her saying hey i know i was in a weird mood i'm struggling um i don't know but it was four days of putting up with this really vile angry person and then you came back and you you i I took three weeks to think about it because i didn't want to write anything mean and i wrote her an email and i said you know i'm hurt i'm really hurt by that weekend i'm disappointed Mm -hmm. um i don't know what's going on with you i want you to be able to talk to me but you know we had another trip her and i coming up i said i'd like to put this on hold because i don't know where you and i stand right the only response I got back from her was, I got your email, a text, I got your email, I haven't really read it yet. And right. that was it. And I think that was two years ago? Mm-hmm, I remember. Two years ago. And I've been thinking about her lately, and part of me thought, would it would it be weird if I reached out? I'm disappointed that our friendship has changed. Because I was talking to my parents about this yesterday. Like, when you love someone, even as a friend, it doesn't just go away. The love doesn't just fade away. Like, it always is in you. It just changes. And if you're upset, it's pain. It's hurt. But I I just wonder what it would be like if I reached out to her. I wonder if that's a bad idea. I don't know. I remember the email that you sent her. I remember it being very thoughtful. I remember being impressed at the level of adulting. (laughs) 
It's hard. Um, and I think that you did in that email reach out to her because she did tell you, I'm hurting right now. It's a bad time. And you weren't rude or mean or thoughtless about it. You were very, very, Sandy's a very caring friend. And so you reached out as an adult and you offered yourself and then you never heard from her again. Mm -hmm. And by the way, she's liked my stuff on Facebook. She's liked my stuff on Instagram, but that's as far as it's gone. And I see her going on her trips and I think she moved. And it's just really weird to me how you can have this really great friendship with someone and how they can just... It's almost like they just wash their hands of it. There are a lot of people that can't handle hard conversations. Yeah, I know. Um, Which is hilarious because she works in a business that's all about breakthroughs and being honest and being vulnerable. And it's really hard for her to do that. And I don't know if I made her feel uncomfortable when I asked in the email, like, what's going on? I don't know who you were that weekend. That's not a side of you I've ever seen. I I don't know. But... You know, it, hmm. it just made me think about friendship and like, is it so bad to reach out after a while? Like, doesn't mean I'm not mad. I'm still pissed off at her, of course. I'm pissed off at how she handled that. I miss our friendship, but I don't know if she'll ever reach out again. And maybe, maybe I should be the one to just put that in my back pocket and say, yeah, I'm pissed, but I still care about you and think about you. I think as an adult, you're welcome to do that. Mm. Um, and I think it's a very, very grown up thing to do, but also be prepared for no answer. Oh, sure, sure, sure. You know what I mean? I've had no answer for two years, right. you know? Um, I think it's fine if, like for me personally, I have a friend that I was just thinking about him, oddly, a couple of days ago. I have a friend that stole a bunch of money from me 20 years ago. And I told you guys about him. And uh, he's tried to reach How out to me. How much did he steal? It was like 400 bucks. Okay. Just um, literally, we were on our way to a club. I had gotten paid some cash the night before. I said, hang on a sec. I went into my room, grabbed a bunch of cash out of my sock drawer. He saw me do it. And then as we were leaving, he's like, hold on, I got to go use the bathroom. And he stole like $400. I knew he was headed there because I knew he needed some money at that point. And I literally walked in behind him and caught him red-handed. And he was my oldest friend. What did you say? I said, get out. I literally was like, give me the money and get out. And he literally went into my bathroom and crumpled and started crying. I'm like, you need to leave right now. You're, yeah. you're dead to me. Wow. Um, and you and guys I, didn't talk after I that? haven't spoken to him since. How many years ago was that? 20 years. So it's like, I wonder if some people just, it's easier for them to write it off. I just decided I don't want him in my life anymore. Mm. That's what I decided. Because it, for me, if, if, if I was in your shoes and I'm trying to make that, that uh, overage to my friend, is that the word? I don't she never know. took anything from me though. No, but you I'm know? saying... Do you have I you have to decide consciously whether you want that vibe back in your life? I don't know. I don't know because you know here's here's it. one thing. Like, listen, we all deserve a chance. We all deserve understanding. Right. Um, I'm 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 sad that she can't articulate herself. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking her to be perfect. I'm asking her to say, "I'm really effed up. Here's where I'm at." And here, you know what I mean? Can't like, force somebody to do that. Though. No, I know, you I know? know. So it's just really weird. But I, I don't know. I thought about that because that was the same year that my gay husband and I broke up. Right. And I it was like that. it was like a death to me. I lost the two closest people in my life, and it's it's like losing a, a loved one when you lose your best friends. Two of them. That happened. My birthday I had an incident with my gay husband. We didn't speak for a long time. Mm-hmm. We're better now, but I never forgot that. You know, it just changes right. your relationship with them. But you know, as you grow older, you think about people that meant a lot to you in your life, and she definitely did. And I uh, I don't know. I'm just thinking about writing her a quick email. A couple of things. I mean, a again, she doesn't. She she can't process hard conversations. And B, part of me is like, all right, well, 
maybe the relationship didn't mean as much to her as it did to you. Maybe not. That's the other half and of it. And maybe that's again. my fault. Who knows? No, no, no. It's, I would, I'm not going to call it anybody's fault. I'm not going to call it your fault. I don't think you should take fault for this at all. I think this is her not being able to deal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so... Yeah, do whatever you want. Reach out to it's her. It's just really weird. Have you ever been in a place where you never thought you would talk to someone again, but something in your heart just says, well, maybe. You know what? I think, but I actually really like that. I think it's a beautiful part of the human process to have your feelings evolve, change, but still be the same enough to know that it's something special that you want to We only have one explore. life, man. Exactly, we exactly. We only have one life. Anyway. Anyways, that's just what's going on in my mind with that. Okay. Let's talk uh, about your lunch story you're oh obsessed God, with. The lunch story, you guys. So, this guy who works in L.A., and I never trust the stories that start out as California comedian, producer, and writer, but it's a pretty well-crafted story nonetheless. Okay. I'm, I'm just hoping it's true. So, he starts with a very innocent tweet that basically says, Coworker got his lunch stolen, and they've agreed to let him watch the security cameras. This is the most excited I've ever been at my job, ever. <laughs> and then he hits up. Another tweet and goes, according to the video, this psychopath didn't even eat the food. She took it out of the fridge and buried it in the trash. Okay, now I'm hooked. Wow. Update, when the dude went to watch the video with HR, they said, what do you want to do about it? He said he didn't want to be responsible for somebody getting fired. And then after he dropped the charges, HR sent out a company-wide email that stealing people's lunches is against the rules. Tell me, though, this isn't a prank that we're just talking about it so we get this guy. We, this, I don't and know. And follow him on Twitter. Like, this is what I don't want to No, happen. I'm just telling the story. I'm not, not going to give out his information. I'm just telling the story. Anyway, 20 minutes before the HR email went out, the person who stole the lunch that they caught on tape left for the afternoon. Oh! So then he says... She's due back to work in 10 minutes. My blood is on cocaine. (laughs) So he's sitting next to her, right? Oh, wow. And then the guy who got victimized is across the way. So refresh my memory. They saw this girl on a camera steal the lunch and throw it out. Correct. And everybody knows it's her. Everybody knows it's her, but she's not said a thing yet. Okay. After reading the HR email, she says out loud, whoa, somebody stole a lunch? Who would do something like that? (laughs) And then he writes, I may have to run out of the room. Uh, unbeknownst to the guy and the woman, which is to say the victim and the perpetrator, I just ordered three shrimp fried rice plates for lunch and will be hand delivering them to them. That was what she stole out of the fridge. It was shrimp fried rice. She took the fried rice from me with a big smile on her face. She's eating it and loving it. This is utter ruthlessness. And then finally he writes, I wish I could close this up with a neat little bow, but it appears that we may never know why she did it. They never confronted her about it. But I don't understand. They have the video. I know. But the guy that got victimized didn't want to press any charges, so he just let it go. So they've been like staring at her, getting her, trying to get her to crack and explain why she took the lunch. Why would she? She's not going to. Who's going to say, okay, here's why I threw it out. I hate your guts. Okay, I just think you're a piece of crap. That's why I did it. No one can be that honest. she has this weird thing about shrimp fried rice. No. She has this weird thing about hating her coworker. Anyone that would just take something and throw it out hates that person. The first tweet got a half million likes. Oh, my God. Lin-Manuel Miranda, the creator of Hamilton, literally tweeted... I I don't I'm I'm sad that there wasn't an ending, but I enjoyed the ride. Thank you. Oh my god! I'm like, look, I know this guy's a comedy writer, so three quarters of me like this is totally fake. But I God, I enjoyed the internet for a second. Oh. Anyway, I'm upset, and I hope it's not fake. I know. Uh, what else did you have? 
I just want to shout out Richard Rodriguez, who commented on my Facebook. Um, I put a picture of my Easter basket my parents gave me over right. the weekend with a scratcher. He got the same scratcher and won $1,000. Oh, Richard. I cannot believe. I've never actually seen it scratched off and seen the 1000 on it. My friends seem to win on lotto tickets all the time. I never do. I think the most I've won is five or ten bucks. I was going to say, I get excited when I see five or ten bucks. And then then what do we do? We go in and we buy more scratchers. Absolutely, because we're addicts. I sat in my wife's SUV with like ten scratchers and a cup of coffee one time <laughs> and scratched and scratched and scratched and scratched. And the, the poker one was the one where I was like, all right. I've got, uh, you have to, you're the dealer and you have to beat the other cards or something. And I got a pair of kings and I'm like, there's no way way. I'm not winning on this one. Tell me it wasn't an ace and a king. I kept scratching and kept scratching and kept scratching and won like four hands for a total of six American dollars. (sighs) So anticlimactic. I know. It's just bull crap. I just want the big story. It's the only reason I ever go gambling. I want the big story. (laughs) Well, you're going to be in Vegas in a month. I know, but I should always ends badly. Well, you just ever, don't go crazy. But you can't win big if you don't go crazy. I have a buddy who sat down with $1,000 and walked out with like 50 grand one time. Oh, my God. Playing blackjack. Really? I don't know how you do that. I do it all. I count cards. I'm studying. I play third base. I'm trying to bet, bet low and bet high at the right moments, and I still blow it. Can I tell you about a fantasy I had the other day? Yeah. Regarding a roulette wheel? <laughs> so, I... Uh, I, we just got our tax returns back, and I got a substantial refund, right? Like, uh, like there's a few zeros in there. Nice. And uh, I know I'm going to Vegas on May, the Cinco de Mayo weekend. Yep. There is a small part of me that wants to take all of that money, because it was found money, basically. And, and just put it all on roulette? Put it on black. Oh, my God. Are you nuts? And double it. Can you imagine? If you lost, you would feel like the biggest tool. (laughs) But it was money I didn't even know I had anyway. Yeah, but when you know you lose it, you're going to feel like, shit. It's a lot of money. Yeah, don't you? Your wife, first of all, would never let you do that. (laughs) You would get divorced before the end of the weekend. So what happened to the refund? Well. I put it on black. (laughs) Can you write that off? By the way, I do know you can write off your losses, but you have to have like a winning statement. So Uh you have to win over $1,200. So that's in order to in order to, to claim what you is can that, is only that, claim that as much as you won. So if I win, let's say I win uh-huh. a fifteen hundred dollar jackpot, uh-huh. I because they give you a WG form for that because you have to that gets reported because Any, it's over a grand because it's over twelve hundred. Okay, anything over twelve hundred you have to report, but your losses can only be as much as your your win. So let's oh. say I won fifteen hundred, but it took me five grand to get there. Nobody cares. I can only report a fifteen hundred dollar loss because that was my gain. Fat. I don't know why it's like that, but it is. Because that then it's a job. Then it's a second job. I guess. Whatever. I used to have so much fun playing blackjack, man, back in the day. Back when you were fun. I'd, <laughs> I'd go work a club, and then I would drive back, and there would be an indie casino in between my house and the club. And 2.30 in the morning, I'm playing shoes. Where was shoes. this at? Uh, up Seattle? in Seattle, yeah. I think I made out with a dude once there. I played at the Tacoma Underground, and I... One of the waiters and I went to that casino, and we ended uh-huh. up making out afterwards. That was a great memory. It's a great town, man. I, what was so, that casino called? Uh, in in Tacoma. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was somewhere near there. I can't remember, but that's the one I would play at. Yeah, because the gig, the the club gig, was in Tacoma, and then I'd have to drive back to Seattle. But before I drove back to Seattle, Daddy's playing two or three <laughs> shoes. Sometimes a one, sometimes it didn't. That's but right. A couple hundred bucks. 
but I always wanted the big story. I always wanted to take five grand and turn it into 50 grand playing because to me, blackjack is a game of some skill. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit different than just putting it on the slots and, and, and it is and letting the slots just, just run everything and drive everything. When you're playing blackjack, there is a certain amount of skill Mm -hmm. there. I'll never free. I I hate sitting next to really, really drunk people, people that don't know how to play or any combination of both people that are too arrogant to play by the rules. Mm -hmm. I sat next to this kid one time and he was obviously, I don't know if he was a trust fund baby or what, but he had a lot of black chips Jesus, and he was making the dumbest mistakes. He was, he was hitting when the dealer was showing a four, he was, you know what I mean? Like he's hitting on a 17. And I finally looked at him and I said, look, I realize you're probably some kind of trust fund something. Some of us are trying to make a living over here. Oh, Marcus. <laughs> I was so angry. Good Lord. I know. I've said some mean things to some people. You have, yes. I, I think uh, you're somewhat reformed now, but your past, you've been mean to people. When there's money on the table, though, you better know what you're doing because you're yeah. going to ruin it for everybody. Well, the har- that's the hard part. There's money on the table, but there's also uh, adrenaline. Yeah. When you start to win, you get excited and crazy, and it takes oh, over. God, you're it is a drug. Me. It really is. You're getting me all sweaty now. Do we have just anything end else? It because one of us is going to go to Grayton, and it's not a good idea. <laughs> no, we don't have anything else. That is our Monday podcast. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I'm wearing my pants on inside out, just an Monday. FYI, because I apparently am not awake yet. So you're welcome. Uh, catch up with us on social media. I'm at It's Marcus D. I'm at Sandy Steck, S-A-N-D-Y-S-T-E-C. Producer Jenna at JLDay87. Go find us on the iHeartRadio app. Search Marcus and Sandy. You can also download our free sh- uh, full show, rather. And uh, if you're listening on iTunes, we appreciate you. We also appreciate comments. Comment as much as you possibly can or as much as you want. And we'll talk to you soon. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.